Hi, everyone. I'm Gina Yalamis. My podcast is called Urban Shaman. I'm an urban shaman and intuitive life coach, and I specialize in empowering open-minded, highly motivated well-being practitioners, professionals, and coaches to open to more of their full potential by accessing their inner coach. I also believe your purpose and personal success is an inside-out job, access through your own unique, empowered path that you create. You are the one creating your reality and only you have the ability to change it. How you do that is through your choices, managing your energy, and how you define your own success. Join me for more insights into energy medicine, shamanic healing stories, and more as I bring you experiences that will help you expand your own consciousness. Hi everyone, it's Gina here and I am bringing you my first ever podcast in 2019 on the 1st of January. It's an amazing day here in Sydney, the sun is shining and it's the morning here so I've still got crickets cricketing outside which is um, a lovely little backdrop sound to complement the binaural beats that I've got going as well. So it's a really high vibe way to start the year and the topic that I wanted to start with was opening to our authentic selves. And a lot of this was happening in 2018 for many of us. As an urban shaman and intuitive life coach, many of my clients were evolving rapidly in all sorts of ways last year, and including me. We're all evolving in some way energetically. And to start this podcast episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about becoming my authentic self because that gives you some understanding of where I've come from and also how I actually came about doing this work and um, you understanding how I actually bring what I can to help clients. So as an urban shaman, I'm now owning my authentic purpose to come out of hiding and begin to move between worlds. And that is something that has taken a bit of courage. And 2018 was a huge year of expansion and building trust just to really evolve in a direction where I was teaching and coming from a place of authenticity. I was teetering on the edge of my own authentic self by experimenting with how I had to express myself. And that authentic expression had to be effective. There's so much static and disturbance in our energetic fields and around us that we need to cut through to become our authentic selves. And I really discovered that in 2018. Without that 2018 intention of experimenting, which I really found was very important for my own growth and expansion, I doubt I would have expanded as much as I did. I had no fixed intentions other than to explore myself, my gifts and my ability to show up and be visible. And that's all I wanted. But there was a lot of growth when it was a much more open intention that I had set. So in that sense, I succeeded in honouring those intentions and much more in 2018 because I opened up to my intuitive gifts and allowed myself to be hauled through the coals, literally, to make me accountable 
it was necessary. We have to be hauled through the coals of our own lives and be able to take ownership and responsibility for a lot of the energy that we're emitting so that we can learn about ourselves on a much deeper level and be accountable. So then we create a reality where it's a much higher vibration. So where did that, where did that actually take me? Oh, there was so much that happened in 2018. Greatness is something that is an ongoing pursuit. Essentially, I had to stop hiding from myself. The inner resistance, which oscillated throughout the year, created whirlwinds of highs and lows. And that pushed me beyond my own perceptions and limitations, both strategically and lovingly. I can happily reflect on many self-annihilating moments and experiences that helped me transcend myself. And that self was the mind, the lower mind, as well as connecting to that higher mind, which I call my inner coach. Although I ha am happily connected to my guides and my own inner coach, it's the momentum and the flow is what I was really learning about in 2018. There were still blocks in place, and those I'll go into a bit later, but I had many inspiring multidimensional beings helping me in, on top of my own inner child, my ego mind that I had to transcend and the inner coach guiding me in directions where I thought I couldn't go. And I realized that I had to simply be accountable for myself beyond all my beliefs. I just had to show up consistently with sincerity, humility, acceptance, forgiveness, gratitude, and most importantly, love. Highest frequencies that I was mustering, they had to be effective so they could counteract the mind games that I played with myself. After all, I was the creatrix of my life. Nothing outside of me came from anywhere but my own decisions. These choices and beliefs all came from my inner terrain. I created them. It was all about me, and that goes both ways, from an ego perspective, from my inner coach perspective, because they were working together in whatever way they could to create the least resistance so that I could follow a higher path. Now that deconstruction process and reconstruction process was consistent throughout 2018 and there were so many experiences that I could talk about and I will go into later on. I gave myself permission to do this, to just let go and let all, let everyone else take the reins essentially. That's what letting go is about. And that took a little while. It took a bit of courage and eventually I really surrendered. And as I navigated that soap opera of my inner world, I realized how much respect I had for myself by simply surrendering to the easiest path. And that's the funny part is we think that it's the hardest, but truly it is the easiest path. I started making consistent decisions from a higher perspective rather than jumping around like a flea. And I called this the flea syndrome, which takes a lot of energy to maintain. I guess I was keen and impatient at the same time, and that creates a push-pull effect. Now, although that's beneficial at times, it can also hinder the flow state. So finding that balance is something that I had to experience through discernment of my feelings and guidance and simply 
practice, practice and trust. How else do we learn? We are here to learn. This is Earth School after all. Now, feeling into where I was going and where I am right now in, and how 2018 panned out makes my heart really warm. The essence of pain and joy and the chemical reactions they create opened my eyes to so much beauty and love within and beyond myself. And that took effort. That was a commitment to myself that I had maintained by staying open in 2018 and experimenting. Now, on a personal level, there are so many interesting things that unfolded, but I had a lot of cleaning up to do. And one of them was my ex-partner. And, you know, we had a relationship that was, you know, not exactly all in flow. And so there was resistance there. And so I really acknowledged that on a deep level, took ownership and responsibility and started to go, right, Gina, it's time to build a better relationship with him. Because frankly, he is reflecting exactly the relationship that you have with yourself. So it was a kind of like suck it up and move into a much more consistent and flowing and loving and humble place so that I could actually be more compassionate towards myself, which meant that I was much more compassionate towards him. So all the effects of this really unfolded in so many ways. We were able to really help each other to detangle from our old life so that we could move on in 2019. Now, I've got three kids, three beautiful daughters as well. And Sabine is 16, Sienna's 13, and Bronte is 8. Sabine started year 11 and was in HSC in 2018. So it was challenging for her. And challenge for her also meant challenge for me because we were reflecting an, a whole other set of values and beliefs between each other. And she is what I call my warrior. She is such an insightful girl. She just knows exactly what she wants and how to get it. She was totally motivated and she was a true inspiration for me in 2018. Sienna had just turned 13 and was navigating hormonal places and experiences with her friends and that teenage emergence really brought her out of her shell. And she had some fears in terms of being able to manage her own emotions, and that's an ongoing thing, but her wisdom, her true wisdom was truly wondrous to me. It really reflected so much. And her creativity and her ability to access places and to um, create something from nothing really inspired me as well. Now, Bronte, my little eight-year-old, she is my love bug, literally unconditional love just flows from her. It's just like turning on a tap every morning and this gushing of unconditional love comes through. Yeah, she has her little tantrums and her moments, but she is a true rainbow child, which is so inspiring for me because I always received so much unconditional love. Not that the others were not giving me unconditional love. That was always the case, but there was something about her love that there, I just knew. It's just something that 
was always flowing. There was no doubt in my mind that her ability, not just to love me, but everything and everyone around her just came naturally to her. And that's a beautiful thing about young children. They just realize that there's so much to life that they can enjoy. And squashing that was something that uh, I was so conscious of avoiding. And, and really that was something that helped me so many ways as I traversed that 2018 experimental year. So really, I am truly blessed. And all these people in my immediate family are incredible teachers. And then there's uh, my mom and my sisters and brothers and my community and friends. They all are reflecting something to me. So I could see what I was creating in every moment and how I could transcend each part. And I love helping people. It's one of my greatest joys. It's something that just flows through me. I just channel what is required for people when they come see me or whether I'm with friends. It is exactly what I love doing and I'm on purpose. I know that this is what I'm here to do and that's through the healing and coaching work that I am blessed to, to be able to do. And so on a business level, refining and stabilizing my healing and coaching work was something that had to happen in 2018 but I had to jump through hurdles. It was literally multiple hurdles because I didn't want to bring that energy that was of a low vibration with me into my business in 2019 essentially. And so by keeping an open-minded uh, intention for 2018, I was able to experiment with programs and refine them with my healing gifts as I accelerated and grew and, and uh, really amplified the shamanic and energetic uh, healing that I was able to do with clients as well as the coaching. So my ability to navigate both the spirit world and this 3D world as a shaman was amplified with my healing abilities throughout the whole year. New experiences with dragons, uh, multidimensional beings, earth and star beings, all of them were helping me to redefine the way I navigated both worlds. And so my greatest uh, realization in terms of the healing work that I was doing last year was that I was really comfortable in the spirit world. And frankly, I was more uncomfortable in the 3D world where I had to earn money, run a business, look after three children, maintain a home, all of those aspects which I knew I had to create and to create and also maintain. But the spirit world is something that I am always comfortable in and it just brings me so much joy because there is just that deep level of unconditional love. But my lesson here is connecting to the earth plane. And so that was a really big realization as well. There was a lot of healing around that last year is I'm here to help so many people and becoming connected to the earth and bringing my own heaven to earth and creating that, that's my challenge. And so in terms of the business that I am creating, there's so many areas of growth that I'm working with and refining so that I can stabilize 
and help many people along the way. So beyond that, there's other areas such as relationships. Now, I was pretty busy in 2018. I chose to focus on myself energetically and move beyond lower vibrations, set and maintain a open intention for experimentation and access essentially more of my life with the intention to connect with a new partner, divine masculine of some kind. And I'd set that intention. But what really unfolded for me in 2018 was that I was moving at a rapid pace. And so there were many men that would be bouncing off me literally. And I, I had set the intention that there had to be really deep connections and sparks. And I'd say there was maybe one or two that had those qualities, but they were so transient in terms of where, how fast I was moving and unfolding and healing and, and shifting that I guess I just didn't allow the relationships to unfold or allow them to, to grow. And I think 2018 reflected to me was that the work that I did seemed selfish, but at the same time was necessary for me to kind of put myself in a place of expansion and really discern what was going on with my energy so that I could shift all of the debris, the energetic debris that was low vibrational out of the way. And so anyone who was going to keep up with me had to really be in the same space. And so I didn't really discover that person in 2018. But I have to say, that person is ready to come into my life in 2019. And I'm so grateful to myself for allowing that to really unfold in terms of um, that energetic growth so that um, this new relationship can unfold in so many ways. I need to do a lot more work on myself. And self-love is literally heart-based. My ability to receive love was deeply compromised. There was no doubt about that. And it was all subconscious. There were lots of hidden subconscious beliefs. I realized the relationship I had with my ex was the main issue. So I set about healing that by first energetically, firstly by energetically doing some healing work, then physically actually communicating with him and moving through processes of legal processes and financial um, settlement processes and um, organizational processes with kids and literally untangling the last of our connections. So much of this I underestimated. It was complex. The codependency that we created was messy, but the healing and collaborative efforts, which were, which was literally action-based learning was necessary. Now, as everything and everyone is a pure reflection in one way or another, particularly our loved ones. We simply need to love ourselves enough to know those reflections, take responsibility for them by accepting our past and loving ourselves back to the present by creating our new reality consciously. My ex reflect, reflected exactly what I needed to know. Hurtful and painful as it was, that was just the perception. But I had to move out of that deep personal generational belief and many other beliefs that were set in codependence and victim mentality and lack and fear of potential 
and essentially resistance to love. That's the work that I do. So I had to move out of my own resistance to love really fully and completely to be able to share that with others and also help others understand their own resistance to love through their own stories, habits, patterns and beliefs. Now with the constant help from my guides and from multi-dimensional beings and masters like Kuan Yin, the goddess of compassion, she was there 100% for me. I began to build an inner resilience to my own mind and beliefs and patterns and habits that eventually brought me back to acceptance and self-love rather than self-doubt and judgment. That took some time and effort, but it was a consistent practice that had to take place. I can happily say that although there will always be an inkling of those limitations that arise as I expand and grow, but my ability to observe and recognize these beliefs and integrate them more rapidly through love rather than through criticism is in, I think, around about the 80 percentile range and climbing. I know I am love and have learnt that compassion for self and others is literally the self-mastery piece. So back to the key areas I touched on in my personal influences and my business expansion, and I guess now abundance is also something that I need to reflect upon. My deep beliefs around money were implanted many generations ago. I was healing some things from many lifetimes. So although many years have been a struggle, 2018 brought financial success, but it also brought financial fear. So everything was coming to the surface and I was facing it. I had to transcend it because I didn't want to bring it with me in 2019. Somehow I began to trust deeply in the abundance, that universal abundance that was everywhere and accessible at any time, but it was through aligning myself with the frequency and vibration of abundance. It wasn't just a matter of working hard either. It was a deep trust in a balanced life where joy and self-love collided with guided inspired action where I was able to make money and make the choices that were leading in the, on the path that was both empowered and had the least resistance. So that's the experimentation that was working for me at the time. Now, this was by far the hardest teaching in 2018 as I set the intention to heal those old beliefs so they came up to be released in all manner of perceptions and reflections. It was a healthy time, but it was really quite painful. My entire world hinged on these limiting beliefs. So the deconstruction process here was difficult, but I learned to navigate and began to install new beliefs consistently through practice and intention and find my way back to believing in universal abundance. So, I guess if there was a, a visual that I had, it was it was literally wading through the swamp, but I was moving forward. Yes, there was resistance, but there was also the forward motion. I have to say that was truly the ride of my life. And I'm in such a happy place now and the true knowing that finding more love and joy in, in life's experiences, moment to moment, day to day, brings abundance in waves. And that literally is practice. And I'm not saying that I have a million dollars in the bank. I'm just saying that I truly know that that abundance is always coming to me and it 
just does in ways that are unimaginable. And so really trusting and believing in that is where the magic and the miracles happen. That's the beauty of energy and realignment of your energy. Now, although I talk openly about all these aspects, my business was always in um, growing and evolving. So it wasn't like it was going backwards, but there were just stages and phases. And the funny thing is they always aligned with the full moon and the new moon. And so I was really conscious of how that uh, the energetics of the universe were really aligning with me. And these natural uh, elemental qualities, which are from the earth and from stars and the moon and the elements and nature, we really underestimate the power and the influence they have. And so aligning ourselves with those natural forces, I call them forces of nature, really do help in this process of personal evolution. Now, when these dips and uh, peaks happened, I was really starting to understand more about myself and my patterns. And so the reflections were getting stronger, but at the same time, I was refining them. And each month I knew that there was a cycle that was taking place. And it was me discerning what was going on in each part of that moon cycle and how I could actually navigate through it more effectively through my intentions and um, shifting and healing things that hadn't been surfaced or, or were coming to the surface but needed to be released. And so that was a conscious realisation for me constantly throughout 2018. Now, besides the, um, the business and all of the uh, abundance issues, throughout this deconstruction process, lots of true miracles happened. And what helped me trust more fully in my ability to energetically manipulate my beliefs and integrate them was that I no longer uh, chose to believe in the truth of what was and I literally altered my truth. And so the ego or the mind tends to take us down these paths and these beliefs in ourselves can be so ingrained that they and subconscious that we just don't understand and see them. And so the reflections around us are our accountability. And um, I guess with for me, my family and particularly my ex and any of my clients as well who were reflecting certain things that I needed to know as I was doing healings for them, all the people in front of me were providing all this feedback. And it's literally just us owning the feedback and going, right, that part I don't like and, yep, that's the part I do like. I'm going to manifest more of those qualities and I am releasing those qualities and accepting that I had that story once upon a time, but that is not my story right now. And so doing this with conviction and in a much more empowered way is what I call the empowered path. Now, a few key support systems in 2018 helped me navigate my path. 
and you really do need someone or something or a, a group or a collaboration to actually help you keep yourself accountable. And so the first, um, the first group that I joined, which were really helpful, was Tika. And that's a group called the Transcendence International Consciousness Academy run by Jessica Olstrom. She was incredible. She had transcended her own higher self and was teaching really practical ways to move into connection with your higher self. And so I really appreciated that year long course, which really helped me navigate my own course. Then at the end of that, I signed up to the Dent Global KPI program, and that was in October. And I was directly guided to that because I knew that having moved into more connection with my higher self or my inner coach, and the guides and uh, understanding where my healing and coaching was going, I could really bring that and package that to help many people. And the Key Person of Influence program is truly remarkable. And I've only been doing it for a few months, but I'm, I'm really grateful for being part of that and seeing how it unfolds in the methodology because they provide a really amazing framework for any business to evolve and, and create structure. Now, moving from one into the other was perfect. It was like divine timing as always, of course. And I know what I wanted to develop as a healer and how I needed to become more visible was literally through this program. So 2019 is here, January 1, and I'm now starting from an incredibly joyous and confident place as I have set my intentions and know that they will unfold magically with, the, with my ability to confidently navigate my life. Living this way is what I teach through my healing and coaching work, but I love that I get to really live my purpose and to help people from a much deeper space and intuitively help them guide themselves and teach them to transcend their own perceptions and beliefs through this coaching work. Everybody can access their own inner coach and that's where I'm going to help many people and particularly wellness practitioners and professionals who are able to then use those skills to help many more people. So I'm really conscious of amplifying this effect that I can have on many wellness practitioners and professionals because they can then amplify it and that ripple effect can really make a dent. So there are many other aspects of my work, but I integrate all aspects in much more holistic way through body, mind and spirit. And so I'm developing a methodology and building this uh, program and refining the program that I have and allowing that to unfold in 2019. And it won't be long before that then becomes the direction which I move in a much more um, stable place where I can actually regulate what's going on in my life, but also help so many more people because it's I'm just going to be able to access the um, the ability to help people and teach people and to coach people through their limitations and perceptions. So 
The energy healing and coaching are a beautiful mix and they provide a, a way to sustainably help people and for people to understand that the self-healing that they can do is a maintenance which is ongoing for their own life journey. So I'm just here to be the example and to shed light on people's own limitations and perceptions and habits and patterns so that they feel comfortable with them because we have to love ourselves through them. We can't reject or avoid them in any way. We have to love ourselves more and more no matter what goes on and what beliefs and um, mind games we play. So there's much more refinement and learning in 2019. So I'll end it here and um, there'll be so much more that I will bring in terms of insights and both from myself, my clients, healing stories, other wellness warriors. And I'd love you to stay tuned for all of these episodes as I'll be collaborating with a whole bunch of people and uh, being able to spread this so that people learn about their ability to heal themselves is something that I'm really, truly passionate about. So I'm excited about what's ahead, even though I may not know all the detail for my life, but that's the joy. It has to be a surprise as well. And so as it unfolds, it's embracing every little part and uh, living it to its fullest joy. I'll speak to you soon. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to my podcast and I hope you received exactly what you needed to help and inspire you to expand your own empowered path. Please visit my website. It's thenatureofhealing.org if you'd like to learn more about my services. And if you feel these podcasts resonate with you, please subscribe to my podcast or write a review. If you've got any further questions, I'd love to hear from you through email, info at thenatureofhealing.org. Look forward to your company in the next podcast. Take care.